kids like you Maker of heaven Lord of the land And Lord of the sea Holy and true Faithful and able Lord of all time And eternity Hi, this is your friend and brother Ferdinand bringing you this uh, edition of uh, Truth in Brief and we are continuing our studies on the indwelling, the indwelling, the exceeding greatness of God's power that is at work in you. Uh, we call it 20 in 2020 and uh, for the first 20 weeks of 2020 we are going through um, the book so that we can maximize the possibilities of carrying divinity inside our humanity and the last uh, segment we're looking at the fact that we are temples of the living god a child of god is a temple the temple of the living god that is what the bible says and it's not in one verse of scripture it's not in two it's not in three it's in a multitude of scriptural references all over the word of god we read in first corinthians chapter 3 verse 16 it says do you not know that you are god's temple and that god's spirit dwells in you he said do you not know that in other words you're supposed to know paul was talking to the corinthians he said you're supposed to know that you are god's temple don't you know that in the same first corinthians chapter 6 he said to them verse 19 he said do you not know that your body this is your body now is the temple the very sanctuary of the holy spirit who lives within you he said don't you know that he's asking them in other words they are supposed to know that as believers but that fact had escaped the corinthians and then they were using their bodies for all kinds of things you see the fact that we are the temple of the living god is the reason that we are going to live holy why is that so because if this is god's temple and i actually believe that my body is god's temple i cannot take that body in which god currently and presently and permanently resides watch the words that i'm using presently currently permanently and actually this is not figurative when the bible says that you are god's temple it's not a figurative statement it is actual reality so i cannot take this body that is god's temple and go and be using to commit sin to sleep around or to put abusive substances on my body or to use this body for something no the reason is because i am providing accommodation for a holy god god lives inside so this temple is sacred my body is sacred it cannot be this is why the bible tells us to present our bodies as living sacrifice that is holy and acceptable before god because god lives inside and somebody says how that is why we are studying the mystery of the indwelling it is the secret of the entire christian life do you know who a christian is a christian is a person in whom jesus christ lives and through whom jesus christ lives his life a christian is a person inside whom christ lives and through whom christ lives his life so you see the entire christian life is about the indwelling christ and then that indwelling christ by his holy spirit now lives his life practically in serving others and in ministering to people and in living holy that is christianity 
So you see, you are the temple of the living God. Look at that same scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 16. This is now the third direct reference. It says, what agreement can there be between a temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God, even as God said. So you see, this thing is something that God already said. It's not an emergency. Even as God said, I will dwell in and with and among them, and I will walk in and with and among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So look what he now says. He says, so come out from among them and be separate. So you see, the coming out and being separate is because we are God's temple. The reason for holiness is not because you are a member of so-so and so church. It's because you are carrying God inside. And anybody who defiles the temple of God, the Bible already warns us that God is going to destroy such a person. The reason is because you are defiling God's temple. Now, listen to how uh, some translations put it. This is the complete Jewish Bible. 2 Corinthians 6.16. It says, God, it says, as God said, I will house myself in them. I will house myself in them. This is what God said. God said, I'm going to house myself. I will use human beings to house myself. I will clothe myself in their bodies and I will be living inside them. The message version said, I will live in them, move into them. Can you imagine God packing into you, living inside you? That is the Christian life. And that is the miracle. This is the greatest blessing of the entire New Testament. But the problem is that many believers don't understand this and they are not thinking through the implications. Remember, we've been looking at the truth cycle. What are the implications of the Almighty God living inside? Think about it. Meditate on this thing until it settles in your heart. Do you know the more you think about this thing, the less you think about fear and worry and anxiety or sin? Why will you be afraid when you are carrying the almighty creator of heaven and earth deep inside your spirit? This is the solution to fear. You will just know that there is nothing that can arise that he cannot handle. And, you know, uh, I am Igbo by tribe. And uh, I, I come from, you know, the southeastern part of Nigeria. And at times I like to read the Bible in my local language. And I encourage you to do that. Maybe you can check this scripture in Swahili or, you know, uh, you know in, uh, in, uh, in Portuguese or, or in Yoruba language or in, in Zulu or something else. You know, and I checked it in my language. Look what it says. It says, Ayo is we we are the living temples of the holy temples of the living god just like god said he said I will live inside them. I will be walking around. I will be parambulating. I will be, I will be traveling around inside them. I will house myself in them. This is the miracle of the indwelling. You are God's temple. Now, there's something I want you to understand, and you're going to find this in page 70 on page 74 of the book, The Indwelling. And the reason is because in the New Testament, different words are used for temple in different places. And this is the reason because the temple had divisions. The temple had, you know, the divisions, the outer court, the holy place, and then the holy of holies. Or like the NIV says, the most holy place. In fact, one Bible version calls it the inner sanctuary. 
So it's just like if you went to the stadium, for instance, where they play either soccer or, or basketball or, 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 you know, baseball or something else. Now, you see, that stadium complex will have, you know, other things that are not the innermost component of the stadium. And then you will now have the inner place, which is exactly where what some people call the main bowl, where the real activity takes place. So you can say, I'm going to the stadium, but you are not entering into that inner place. You're just going to the, the precincts, the entire area. In the same way, the Bible talks about temple, using the word temple as a general word. And the word for that, the Greek word is hieron. Hieron. It refers to a sacred place, the entire temple precincts, the entire area. That's when the Bible says Peter and John went to the temple. They didn't go into the Holy of Holies. It's all, remember, it's, it was only the high priest that entered into that place. But Peter and John went to the temple, as in temple, general temple. That's also what the Bible means when he was talking about Jesus chasing people out of the temple. The word is here on. They were not buying and selling inside the Holy of Holies. Remember, it's only the high priest that went there. They were doing that in the temple precinct, within the temple area. Now, that is not the word that is used to describe believers when he talks about us being the temple of the living God. The word used to describe believers is the second word, and that word is naos. Naos. Naos is N-A-O-S. And naos is gotten from the primary word nao, which means to dwell, shrine, temple. So when the Bible says that believers are the temple of the living God, it means that we are the naos, the inner shrine, the inner sanctuary, the holy of holies of the most holy God. You see, the word naos is the word that is used when the Bible says that Zacharias, you remember the father of John the Baptist, he was ministering in the temple because Zacharias was not ministering outside. He was inside the holy of holies when the angel appeared to him. He was in the temple. That is also the word that Jesus used when he described himself as the temple. Remember, Jesus called himself the temple of God. When he said to them, destroy this temple, and after three days, I will raise it up again. Then they said, ah, this temple took 46 years to build, and you are going to raise it up in three days. But the Bible says Jesus was talking about the temple of his body. So Jesus was the naos. He was the inner sanctuary, the holy of holies of the living God. The reason is because the Father was living inside Jesus Christ. Oi, oi, hey. You see, I'm about to, I'm, I, I'm feeling the power, the presence of God as I'm sharing this thing with you. Jesus was carrying the Father God inside. He said, I and the Father are one. He said, don't you believe that the Father is in me? So the body of Jesus was the temple of the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine that in exactly the same way that Jesus was the temple of the Father, now believers have become the temple of the living God. We have become the carriers of the Father God on planet Earth, just like Jesus was carrying the Father God when he walked in this world. This is astounding. It's mind-boggling. And I want you to meditate on it because this is what the Bible teaches. And we have not given time to meditate on this and the Terrible. The word is terrible. The awesome, astounding implications of being the temple, the naos, the holy of holies of the most holy God. That is exactly who you are. 
You are God's inner sanctuary. Listen to the way Kenneth West puts that scripture. He said, do you not know that your body is an inner sanctuary of the Holy Spirit? The reason he's saying inner sanctuary is to differentiate it from the other word here on. Your body is not just the general temple. You are the shrine, a sacred place, the inner sanctuary, the holy of holies, the sanctum sanctorum. That's the way they say it in Latin of the most holy God. You are carrying God inside. Child of God, pray on this matter. Meditate on this thing until it settles in your spirit. It will change your life. It will change your ministry. It will, you will stop the struggle against sin and temptation. You will just Because if God is actually inside, it changes everything. This is astonishing. Listen to the way Kenneth West again put 2 Corinthians 6.16. He said, And what agreement does the inner sanctuary of God have with idols? For as for us, as for us, we are an inner sanctuary of the living God. Even as God said, I will dwell in them, in fellowship with them as in a home. And I will live my life in and through them. I will dwell in them, in fellowship with them as in a home. And I will live my life in and through them. I will live my life. I see God living his life inside you and through you. The, the consequences will astound you and astound our generation. We are the holy of holies of the living God. Do you know that Jesus himself was the, I mentioned that, he was the holy of holies of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit and the Father God made Jesus their operational base on planet Earth. Jesus was carrying God and with the total cooperation of, of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father God revealed himself. Jesus said, these works that you see, I'm not the one doing them. It is the Father that lives inside me that is doing his work. And do you know, every time that even demons knew that Jesus was possessed by the Father, that Jesus was the number one beneficiary of the indwelling. Jesus is the first person that arrived on planet Earth carrying the indwelling. And that has become a pattern for all of us that are born again and that are in Christ. We are the people of the indwelling. Every time that Jesus would confront demon spirits, they knew that this was not an ordinary human being. They say, we know who you are. Hey, who, you know, have you come to destroy us, Jesus of Nazareth? He said, we know who you are, the Holy One of God. You see, first of all, the demon spirit will call him Jesus of Nazareth. Say, what do you want with us? What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? So they are talking about the physical Jesus of Nazareth they can see. And then they will say, we know who you are. You are the Son of God. You are the Holy One of God. You know that what they are saying to Jesus? We can see through this your body. We can see the person that is living inside you. You are carrying God inside. What do we have to do with you? In fact, the Bible says Jesus will not allow them to talk because the message Bible said they knew too much. <laughs> they knew too much. See the point I'm trying to make to you? It was indwelling versus indwelling. It was Christ indwelt by the Father and then the demon-possessed person indwelt by a demon. And, of course, the lesser indwelling lost every time because the greater one is inside Christ. Do you know that eventually when we get to heaven, the Bible says, John said, there were, I didn't see any temple there. Why didn't he see any temple? He said, because God himself, the Lord God himself is the temple. So, in heaven, God becomes our literal temple. We'll be worshipping from inside him carrying him inside us. He's living in us, and now we are living in him, literally. Glory to the Son of God. 
Oh, glory to the Son of God. And I like to close with that statement in the book of Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 20. It says, the Lord is in his holy temple. Habakkuk 2.20 said, the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. I can picture you walking down the road and all kinds of things are making noise. And you talk to them, you say, the Lord is in his holy temple. Let every sickness, let every demonic activity, let everything be silent before him. And that temple is not just the temple in heaven. It's not the temple in Jerusalem. It is this, your body, that has become his temple. Friend, we are the temple of the living God. This is mind-boggling. I tremble. I, 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 I am amazed as I, as I share this thing with you. And I will never get used to this thing. I'm growing in it, and I invite you to grow in it. And the more you meditate on this thing, the more you will experience the manifest presence of God and his power in your life and in your ministry. Heavenly Father, take away the veil from our eyes and reveal to us the reality of your indwelling as we carry you about, serving as your temple in our journey through earth. Live your life in us and live your life through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening and for being with me. There are two things I want to suggest that you do uh, uh, this week. The first one is read this chapter in the book, The Indwelling. Read it two times. Meditate on it and apply the truth cycle and the truth spiral. Uh, I'm going to post that again for those who are in the indwelling group. That those, you know, the slides, I'm going to put back the slides so that you can use it to review this teaching. The second thing I would like you to do, suggest that you do, is to teach on this subject. If you're a pastor, teach on temples of the living God. Or share it with your family. Or, you know, in your house fellowship or with your women's group or somewhere. But share it. The reason is because the more you share it, the more it grows and the more understanding you get. Remember to get your own copy of the book so that you can study these things in detail. God bless and keep you. In Jesus' name, Amen.